This is Bo Buchanan, Arizona Lodge Number 2, and I'm here speaking today on the level with Janice Jones. Janice, why don't you go ahead and tell me your name uh, and your home organization and any titles you have with that organization. Okay. I'm Janice Jones, and right now I'm the Supreme Deputy to Arizona, Job's Daughters International. Uh, I've been involved with Job's Daughters since March the 6th of 1956 was when I first joined the organization. And uh, I was a member of Bethel Number 2 in Tucson, Arizona for until I was majority at age 20. And then I joined Eastern Star and was not terribly active in Eastern Star. But I've always returned to Job's Daughters to work with it. Um, I have two daughters and they both were Job's Daughters. And So when you got involved in, what, 53 you said? Uh, 56. 56. How old were you? I was 13. So 13. So you got involved at 13 years old and stayed mm -hmm. for seven years. When you become a majority, you're 20, right? Right. Every person is majority at age 20 at unless age 20. they get married beforehand. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then you stayed in the organization. I stayed on the council at the Bethel until I I got married and moved out as out of the country for a brief time. And so I kind of stopped the then. And then when my children were of age, I took them to Job's Daughters and they joined and were very, we were all very active in Job's Daughters in Arizona. So at the time you joined, you had to be uh, connected to a Mason. That's correct. And who is the Mason in your family? Interestingly enough, um, my friend asked me about Job's Daughters, or told me about Job's Daughters and asked me, invited me to join the Bethel. And her question was, do you have a Mason in your family? And I responded, I don't know, but I'll find out. So <laughs> I went home that night and my father was really quite delighted to find out that someone had asked me that question because uh, my great-grandfather, his mother's father, was a Mason. Oh, wow. And it so turned out on the other side of the family, a great-grandfather also was a Mason. So I had these two great-grandfathers, which allowed me to get into Job's Daughters. Uh, otherwise, I don't know what I would have done. Um, perhaps, I'll tell you, as I concluded my time in Job's Daughters, there was a lady in the Bethel that was meant a great deal to me and was kind of a mentor to me and she sort of was talking about Eastern Star and I thought, gee, I'd like to do that. But at that time, to get into Eastern Star, it had to be a much closer relative. Great-grandfather would never have got worked. So I prevailed upon my father to join the Masonic Lodge and he did, bless his heart. <laughs> oh, wow. He took the third three degrees and I joined Eastern Star and he continued his membership until he passed away I don't know that he ever went back to Lodge. I don't think he was ever active. I, that's how I felt that he Aww, joined this for me. So that's sweet. That was kind of neat. Yeah. Well, what was the draw for you? What was this so, such a pull that you wanted to join Job's Daughters when you were younger? My friends were in it at school. Okay. And I, it just sounded like it'd be something fun. And I wasn't terribly popular in school, I didn't feel. And so um, this group of girls that had common bonds seemed like an attractive thing, although quite honestly, I really didn't know what was involved in it. Uh, didn't bother to explain. Whatever you, my you friend said, yeah, whatever, whatever my friend said to me must have struck a chord somehow <laughs> because I thought, that's something I really want to do. Sign me up. That's funny. <laughs> and so I did. I mean, that took about maybe two months or something like that. And I really loved it. I mean, I just thought it was great fun. My dearest friends now were girls that were Job's daughters with me. I guess we're not girls anymore, but uh, we 
still remain friends to this time and see each other, talk to each other. Girls that you were in Joe's Daughters with. People that were in Joe's Daughters with me at the time. I would say my very dearest friends were my Joe's Daughters sisters back in the 60s. (laughs) So you mentioned going to Bethel for a little while, but then you came back. What keeps you coming back and keeps you involved in Joe's Daughters? That's a really excellent question. Um, I just absolutely love the organization. I love the ritual. I think it's... um, amazingly interesting and tells a really unique story and I really like to see girls grab hold of that and enjoy it and care about it enough to to study it and to learn more about it they these kids are are pretty remarkable in today's world not very many kids learn things have to memorize in school like I did or like others did and so for them to come in and have to take part of this, is it's interesting to watch. It's very interesting to watch these kids. And I genuinely love these girls. I think they're just amazing kids, every one of them. They all seem to be different, but yet they all have a, a common bond. And um, it's just great fun. I really thoroughly enjoy them. And you mentioned your three, you had three daughters? I two. Two daughters uh-huh. that went through Job's Daughters, uh-huh. and, now they, and they reached majority. And are yes. they still involved anymore? No, no they're not. No, no okay. uh-uh. They didn't uh, one daughter married and her husband was a is a national park supervisor so they lived in remote areas and okay. she just never had the opportunity to get involved like and I don't <laughs> know whether she will or not that's hard to say and the other one just sort of took a different path and has not um, I, I suppose they might come if they thought there was something important or that they would want to partake but Maybe they just don't have the same bug I do. I don't right. know. What about your husband? I'm not married any longer. I was just married briefly, so okay. that and did never you say, was part of it. Did he join masonry? Or no. Were you no, he did not. No, okay. uh, it, was your, it was your grandfather. It was my father. Your father that I was my father okay. that did. Uh-huh. And now today, uh, we're at a pretty special event today. Tell me a little bit about what was happening today. We're at the Oriental Lodge in Mesa. The purpose of today's reception was to honor the Supreme Chaplain, who is a an adult worker in Arizona, and the two girls that are Supreme Bethel Officer and Representative from Arizona. And we did the reception to honor those two people. Um, they surprised me with giving me a, a recognition this as thing well. You're clasping in your hand yeah, right now. Tell me about that. Pin. Well, Job's Daughters International started this last year uh, Legacy Maker Pins. And uh, quite honestly, I think it's a fundraiser. But... <laughs> This is only the fourth one that's ever been given out. Been given out so. Internationally. Exactly. Wow. So that's kind of an honor. And very much so. Very unexpected. They did an amazing job of keeping it a secret from me. <laughs> I heard somebody say there's not much that happens in Job's Daughters in Arizona that you don't right. know about. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, because I, I'm responsible for checking their minute books and their financial record books and so forth, so you would think I would have found it in their so book. They disguised it some way. <laughs> yes, they did. I'll have to be more careful in the future, won't I? <laughs> Can you, one of the things you talk about is having an impact on these uh, young women in right. their lives. Thinking back to your own time uh, as a Job's daughter or early on in your career, I guess, is there somebody who stands out that really made an impact on you? Yes, as a matter of fact. Um, actually, a couple of people. There was a lady, her name was Charlotte Swim. She was, when I came into Job's Daughter, she was in the Supreme line. 
and was Supreme Guardian in 1957-58. And so she was a past guardian of my Bethel in Tucson. And I always thought she was a special person and she was, just had so much class about her. And I thought, gee, I, I really admire this. I, I don't know that I actually, that it clicked like that at the time. because Not I got older. Exactly. Older. I looked back on it. And then the other one was a lady who was guardian of my Bethel again. Her name was Bertie Glenn. Kind of an interesting Birdie. name, isn't it, Bertie? Uh-huh. Uh, she was just so good to me, and she and her husband would drive me to Bethel meetings around the state that probably my own parents would not have done. I don't know if they would have or not. I never asked them because she was willing to do that all of the time, and I just admired her. She's the one that sort of guided me into Eastern Star, and I always just had a lot of respect for her. Um, she was Grand Guardian of Arizona when I was honored Queen of my Bethel, and she got us to do two things that were just highlights of my term as Honored Queen. One, we went to Morency and instituted a Bethel there. And my officers and I got to initiate all of those girls, and that was a huge honor. Brand new Bethel. Mm -hmm. Brand new Bethel. No longer exists, but it was at the time. And that was just a remarkable experience. And then she put on a school of instruction for the Job's Daughters in Arizona in Casa Grande, and she had our Bethel go and exemplify the work and I felt honored that she would think our work was good enough for that I mean that was my take I sort I've always been a perfectionist and that's a bad trait in many cases <laughs> but I've always and strived to do the best I can and I absolutely love Job's daughter memory work I think it's fascinating so those two things set her up in my eyes even higher than she had been originally so that was a very interesting experience and uh, consequently as I say she ended up being a role model and just I kept in contact with her over the years and that was That's that nice makes fun. yeah that makes it kind of special and then so when my girls were of age to join Job's Daughters I took the older one took them both but the older one was of age and we went to a Bethel installation and they, she agreed that she wanted to join Job's Daughters and that made me feel really good and so the they both did their years in Job's Daughters. And as a result of that, of course, they have friends that were in the Bethel with them. And I just, in fact, got a Christmas card from one of the girls that was in the Bethel that lives now in South Carolina. And I thought, how nice that she thought to remind me, yeah, yeah you know, to to uh, be in touch with me. That was, that's that makes me feel good. Yeah. Any other stories you can think of of uh, events or, or times that you've had in Job's Daughter that really stand out to you that you want to share? Um, but there were 10 years that my girls and I went to Supreme Sessions, and I think we all learned a lot there. I, I really enjoy the international aspect of Job's Daughters and meeting girls from all around the country and internationally from Hawaii, Philippines, Australia. Brazil now, uh, and we did that as a family vacation each summer, and I just remember those years as being able to see parts of the United States that I had never seen, and Canada. We went to two sessions in Canada, and then uh, just experienced the Job's Daughter world at that level, because I think it's it's a little different than at the state level. And I really have. Probably very impressive. Yeah. It's beautiful. I remember one 
I'm not certain what city it is. The very first session I went to was in Kansas City when Charlotte's Swim was installed as um, Supreme Guardian. That was 1957. We, we chartered a bus from Tucson, or Bethel did, and went because she was from our Bethel. And I believe it was at that session where you could sit. We were in an arena, and you could sit up and look down, and they formed a cross with all these honored queens and their print, their capes, which I, I hope you know are purple capes. Yes, but, that's right. And yep. so you can, you know, they were standing out there in the center of the room. And I saw one of the girls today wearing her purple mm -hmm. cape. Yeah. Amazing. It was just a really impressive sight to me. And um, I like the pageantry. Um, I was I grew up in the Lutheran Church and it's very ritualistic and so that connection I think means a lot to me. I read something somewhere recently talking about how that's one of the things we seem to be missing in society today is that ritual it connects us as people it mm -hmm. it makes things important it makes us realize and celebrate when things are important. Right. You know, we, we don't have enough of that. Right. Yeah, um, things are too informal now, I think. Very mm -hmm. much so. Any any other closing thoughts or, or memories or anything you want to share? Oh, I have so many memories, I can't even begin to <laughs> count them all, frankly, let alone think of them all at this point. But uh, it's just been an amazing experience for me. I've really, really enjoyed it. And I've met some of the most wonderful people in the world through it, which is part of why I enjoy it so much. And to meet these people that have traveled here this weekend, uh, in California, Oregon, Michigan, Michigan uh, Nebraska, Nebraska, Nevada. Yeah, they wow. really are. And I just think for them to come this far, isn't that amazing? It's That's special. very cool. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea when I came in it would be that, that right. large and diverse group of people. Right. So I just love them, and I think it's just great fun. And the girls in our state are just so nice and such they're good kids. Now, that's the side they show me. <laughs> and I want to believe that that's how they are. <laughs> so that's my point. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> well, in masonry, we say there's the, the rough ashler and the smooth ashler. Right. As human beings, we are rough and, and roughly hewn, and the smooth ashler is what we're all working towards, that, right. that smooth edge and being a better person. Yes. So, well, thank you very much for taking time to talk to me. Thank today. you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, Bo. Thank you.